It is a very good afternoon. It's Niall Boyle, which is for the next hour or so. Uh, lots to get to. Now, I did want to get to a topic a little bit earlier on, and I am going to get to it. If I don't get to it today, I'll get to it tomorrow, which is in relation to women's sanitary products, because we had a very angry caller sent us a message, which I may get to play later on, where she got cut short, so to speak, at that time of the month. She was out shopping, and uh, she went into Boots, and the cheapest she could get were brand-name tampons, which cost her over five ninety nine or something ridiculous like that. And she said that basically ladies' sanitary products should be free of charge. So I will try and get around to that. If you have any comments you want to send us in on that, you can. Uh, the number, as usual, 085 But first, I want to read out this email, and it ties in with something I will be talking to Eric Nelligan from to a little bit later on, and I'll put that out, by the way, on our podcast a little bit later on this evening. Um, and Eric Nelligan has given out about the fact that many of the houses uh, in the Castle Troy area in Limerick have been sold off to housing agencies for social welfare or social housing. But it kind of brought me to this email, which I got in relation to a Twitter post that I put up about what Eric said. All very complicated, but I'll make it simple for you. Hi, Niall. I read your post on Twitter about the government buying up houses in estates in Limerick. Me and my husband have been homeless for three years. We're both not working at the moment, and I suffer from depression, and he hurt himself in work five years ago. So obviously he hasn't worked in five years. Anyway, we're on the housing list on HAP in Blanche at the moment, and every time we get offered a house, it's a kip, and we end up turning it down because we have two children and worry about where they want to grow up. Every time we hear about new housing estates opening, it's filled with foreigners, Romanians, Africans, and Ukrainians, usually, and we never get these offers. It's like foreigners get first dibs on everything. Can you talk about why Irish are not are not being looked after on your show? Why can't they get a house in their own country and leave us alone? She's talking about the foreigners, obviously. In other words, why don't they go home and get a house? So, she's not very well versed in the way she wrote it. Tara. Thanks, Tara. You said not to mention your name, but I did. I do apologise. Anyway, so, what do you think of Tara's message? What she's essentially saying is, well, apart from the fact that two of them are out of work for the last five years, what she's essentially saying is, is that Irish people should get preference. Now, to be fair, there are disproportionate amount of non-Irish or non-born Irish people on the housing list. When we think about that, only one in five people in this country are non-Irish or non-born Irish. You know, there's about 35% of people on the housing list in Fingal, for example, and in South County Dublin, which are non-born Irish. Now, I don't know the reason for that statistic. Some people might say that, you know, non-born Irish coming into the country are not getting as good a job. They don't have high income. There are many different environmental factors for that. But should Irish people be given preference when it comes to housing? Now, according to a report not so long ago, this is a perception that foreigners are getting housing first, and it's not a reality. I don't believe that. I do believe it's a reality. I do believe that there are people on the housing list in this country who are Irish for the last 10 years, and there are people who come to this country and have only been here a short while and are getting preferential treatment. I do believe that is the case. But should it be the case? You decide. Preferential treatment usually goes by the amount of kids you have. So if you're Irish and you've one child, and somebody comes from Ukraine, or they come from Africa, or they come from another country, and they've got four kids and they're only here six months, they are going to get preferential treatment over you because they've got four children. But should Irish people be given preferential treatment just by the very back fact that they're Irish? Let me know what you think. The number is 85 100 That's 85 100 Let me go to LA if I can first. LA, hi, how are you doing? You're on the Nile Ballin' Podcast. Hi, Niall, how are you doing? Good, very nice to well, talk to you. Thank you. 
Now, you, do you believe that Irish people should get some sort of preferential treatment just by the very nature of the fact that they're Irish? Yes, 100%. Okay, and why? I've been working and campaigning with the homeless for since 2003, and I've watched with my very own eyes how long. I know one guy was on the housing list for 21 years. Now, they did finally give him a lovely place, mm-hmm. but that's shocking. It's absolutely shocking. They should be housed prioritise first. We should have housed our own people before we took in so many refugees. I'm all for taking in a few refugees, but, Mm. you know, we should have looked at our own first. How can they find 100,000 homes off the bat like that when they said there was such a housing crisis and they couldn't house the Irish? Why couldn't they have housed the Irish first? It is quite shocking to some degree when you see, say, for example, those lovely portable homes or whatever you call those, the, the ones they built down in Cork, which are actually lovely. I, I've, I've looked at them. And I've seen the videos of them. And they built them for Ukrainian people. And by the way, no harm to them. I, you know, I'm sure Ukrainian people are coming from a very difficult situation. But, you know, before the Ukrainian people came to Ireland, there was a housing crisis. And there was no suggestion of building these. And they wouldn't build them. And they didn't build them. Or they didn't go to the trouble that they're going to now uh, to build homes. So there is there is an urgency at the moment based on the fact that we have an influx of about 110,000 people over the last year. But can you imagine how angry it must make homeless people that all of a sudden there is housing when mm-hmm. there wasn't before? Yeah. You know? Yeah, and they're not getting it. It, 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 just, it just beggars belief. But the only, the only I will belief. say, LA, is when you look at this email, I mean, to me, there's a lot of red flags in it. The two of them aren't working. He hasn't worked in five years because he hurt himself and work. Now, I don't know what that even means. I'm sure there's a job he can get if he hurt his back or something like that. I'm sure there's other jobs he can get. And she suffers from depression. Now, I know people who suffer from depression, but they still go to work. You know, and apart from anything else, then, she, you know, she goes on about the fact as well that, you know, every time we get offered a house, it's a kip and we end up turning it down. Now, every time we get offered a house, lets me believe they've been offered a house more than once and they've turned it down because yeah, they didn't well, like the area. I, I feel I'd want to talk to these people in person first and find out the actual facts of all of yeah. what they were offered and where it was and how small it was. And, you know, they two children. We don't know their story and different people have different levels of depression. Mm-hmm. So some people literally, they just, they can't function. And their circumstances being on the street is not making that any easier. In fact, it's making it worse. Well, they're not actually so on the street. They're on, well, they're on HAP, you know, so they they have somewhere to live. They're, they're on a HAP scale. HAP is rubbish, Niall. Yeah. HAP is rubbish. I, I made a lot of phone calls for a lot of homeless people over the years, right? Yeah. Rent allowance was a lot more acceptable. I don't know why, but HAP, the landlords, as soon as I'd make the phone calls to the landlords, they'd seem interested and I'd mention half, and now all of a sudden it was a, a no. Yeah, see, the rent, the problem with the rent allowance scheme was they were paying the rent allowance to the tenants rather than to the landlord. And in a lot of cases, the landlords weren't getting the money and the ten- tenants were running up bills. So that's why they got rid of the rent allowance scheme and they replaced it with HAP, which goes directly to the landlord, to try and alleviate that problem of people running into arrears. Hmm. Well... You know, I mean, it's individual cases again. Um, mm. I was on rent allowance for a time, and I actually got in touch with a local TD yeah. to help me to get off, to get to get a council home. And I'm very, very lucky I did get mine. But my son was 13 moving in here, and uh, I had a very decent landlady, but I gave her what I got. I never, ever, ever once faltered on the rent, and it's pr- it was probably taken into account when I did get my place. But after working with an awful lot of homeless, I mean, they've come from horrific backgrounds and we we don't know. I would love to sit down with this couple 
find out what they were offered and find out their backgrounds because some people have horrendous childhoods, absolutely horrendous No, I imagine, yeah, yeah. people yeah. can't fathom. They really can't fathom. And um, I'd just like to find out what they were offered and why they said no. You'd really have to sit down with Yeah, she, she does say it every time we hear about a new housing estate. So clearly they have a preference for a new house, right? Which everybody does, I'm sure. So every time we hear about a new housing estate open, it's filled with foreigners, Romanians, Africans and Ukrainians. Uh, and usually, and we never get those offers. So I, I don't know if that's the case. I, I, I don't know well, whether that's just a perception. Niall, we're, we're working closely with the homeless man called Patrick over. He's living over in the park across the road from us for five years now. He's 52, he has COPD and many other illnesses, right? Now, in the school, right behind his tent, there is a load of uh, Ukrainian refugees, right? But they seem fairly okay or whatever. Mm. You know, they did rob our stuff over in the forest the other night. They surrounded us and robbed a speaker and phone and that, you know. But there's no point in calling the guards because we're just seen as we're giving out about them. You're just seen as some sort of right-wing racist or something like that. Yeah, Yeah, exactly, exactly. So we didn't even bother... Um, but poor Patrick, right, he, he's in that park for five years now. And I, I'm, I'm hitting brick wall after brick wall, no matter what kind of help I try to get him. So it's very, very heartbreaking that a man of 52 years of age from Dublin 15 is in the park in a tent across the road. And now they're housing the people from the school that all these refugees are in there. They're actually starting to house them. I mean, can you imagine the frustration? No, no, I, I, I can only imagine that is frustrating when, you, when you're on a list for so long and you're seeing other people ahead of you who've only come into the country, for example. And I'm sure that can be frustration. And again, I don't know whether that's a reality or a perception. But stay there if you can, LA. Let me just go to Stephen as well. Stephen, hi, how are you? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you, Niall. Good, Stephen. Stephen, I mean, is it even, I mean, some people would even say it's racist to suggest that, you know, we should look after the Irish first. Is that, I mean, is it, is it wrong to say that? No, I don't think it's wrong to say that at all, Niall. But I, I also think that there's a bit of um, misdirection in this whole argument or discussion, as it were. It's not really a case of who gets housed first. It should be a case of everybody's getting housed. I, I think that you've got to be looking at the government and what they're doing. I don't think pointing at immigrants saying, oh, they got a house before him. Nobody should be homeless in this country. We have the second highest GDP in the world, yet the average yeah. wage is only 45000 Everybody should be housed. And the fact that there was 11,000 homeless people before the war in Ukraine says everything you need to know about the situation. It's not Ukrainians that have left people homeless in this country. It's lack of infrastructure and lack of building by the government. No, I couldn't, I couldn't disagree with that. And, and, you know, the government seems to be pulling out all the stops at the moment. Mind you, you can't just magic up houses. You know, they have to be built by somebody. That takes time. But, but before that, you are right. There was 11,000 people in temporary accommodation. Yeah, and I mean, the, the numbers now are 12,000. Sorry, uh, sorry, LA? There's 290,000 hidden homeless. There's a lot of people living with their parents and they're 35 years of age. Yeah. It's an absolute shocker. Absolute yeah. shocker. Everybody should have been looked after and then there would be no so-called racism <clears> or anything else because the Irish people as a whole are very kind and very loving and they are not racist. We are not racist mm-hmm. nation. We're not homophobic. We are getting called all sorts of names. If the government had have looked after our own first, there would be, we'd be welcoming arms in every single household to all the refugees. And I truly believe that the Irish are a great nation of people. 
We should have been looked after first, but I tell you something, Niall. There is money being made on the homeless through. Oh, absolutely. Well, no, of course there is. It's a, it's an industry. But but I, let me just go back to Stephen. Stephen, you you talk about you know the government have failed, and, and I'm I'm not going to disagree with that. Housing minister after housing minister have failed miserably to provide enough social housing and provide enough housing. We stopped building social housing for a long period of time. By the way, back in the 1970s, of course, Sean Lamas was responsible for all the housing we had in this country, the social housing, and then we sold it all off. Uh, we sold the stock off because we couldn't afford to maintain it. But Stephen, you, you, even in the UK, which I'm assuming you're from, from your accent, you know, they, indeed, yeah. they, they have a similar problem. Now, you know, they have plenty of money too, and they have a similar problem. You're never going to get a perfect system. You're always going to have people, you know, who are on the margins, who can't afford a house, but maybe don't qualify for social housing or whatever it is. So there's always going to be that cohort of people who will end up in a bad situation. You're never going to have a perfect, perfect housing system. No, and I agree with that, Niall. You're, you're never going to have a perfect housing situation. But, I mean, the biggest problem is wealth distribution. It's 1% taking 90% of the wealth. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's always been the same, and it's getting worse. You have to look at Canada. If you look at the UK, you look at Australia, you look at the US, and you look at Ireland. The same problems are happening everywhere. There is a massive lack of affordable housing for people. And then it turns into a debate of us and them. And that's what's happening with the immigrants at the moment. People are seeing an immigrant get a house. They're blaming the immigrant. What they should be doing is blaming the government and blaming the lack of infrastructure on the government. Where I'm from in Newbridge now, we've got a huge problem with uh, school places. We've got a huge problem with seeing a GP. If you have a GP, you're very lucky. They're building huge housing estates all over Newbridge, but none of them are affordable housing. None of them are social housing. You're seeing 500,000 euro houses popping up everywhere. Huge estates, and there's no infrastructure. And who are people blaming? Immigrants. And I can tell you one thing now. Uh, the estate I live on is very multicultural. We have a lot of immigrants here. Every single one of them that I can see is working. They're great families. They're not spending all day sat around drinking. They all work. And uh, they, they deserve to be here. And they deserve the house that they've got. Mm-hmm. But, like I say, the Irish should be housed too. And it's not the immigrants' problem for that lack of housing. Okay, we'll, we'll stay there for a second. Let me just go to Malachi if I can. Malachi Steenson, hi, how are you, Malachi? Good afternoon, Mal. Uh, Malachi, I, I think Stephen's answer is... Yeah, but, but Malachi... The typical okay. liberal answer. But, but maybe, but maybe he's right. I mean, I mean, no, 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 hang on, Malachi. I looked up a report there this morning. Yeah. And they said that this idea that Irish people weren't being housed or given priority or people on the list weren't being given priority because of immigrants was a perception and not a reality. Um, now, so do you believe it's a perception and not a reality? I, I believe it's a reality. And, you know, uh, most of the things that Stephen said were correct and the other caller. We did have a housing problem before we had a huge increase in immigration into the country. And you don't put out a fire and solve a problem by increasing the demand. The problem is, in relation to housing, that people are in rental accommodation who should be in housing, in, in social housing. The state, not alone, has had stopped building social housing. And, you know, again, I keep making this point, and you made it about Lamas, and even before that, when we were poor and stupid, Nile, we were able to build huge estates like Fingless, Cabra, Marino, Grahini. Mm-hmm. That's just in Dublin and right around the country. Now we can't even build a hospital. You know, we are totally inept. But is that, is that, that, well, is that the point Stephen is making? 
that we don't have adequate yes, housing. And, 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 and because we don't have yes. adequate, it's pitting people against each other. That we wouldn't be talking about people, foreign, well, no, But if we had enough housing, we, we wouldn't be talking about the foreigners, would we? Hold on. No, we are not blaming the foreigners. And you will find nowhere in any speech from any of the leaders of the anti-immigration policy groupings or uh, individuals condemning individual migrants. We have said that it's the government who have decided to do this. It's the, we have said that the government are the people who are, and the NGOs who are making a fortune out of this who can deal with it. I mean, I saw some, a report the other day that said for every homeless family in the country, there's three people employed by the top three or four housing um, charities. There's something fundamentally, and I, we talked about this on other occasions, there's something fundamentally wrong with this country, now, where a political and NGO class believes it's possible and acceptable to increase the population, to double the population, and to have most of those people on benefits, to provide them with housing. When we don't have the, the housing to deal okay. with the people who are already in the state, we don't have the, the hospital places to deal with those who get sick. We don't have the school places. Okay, to well, deal well, with well hang on. Well, let me go back to you Stephen. Well, let me go back to Stephen on that. Stephen Malachy makes a fair point. I know you're blaming the government for not providing the housing, and you're right to, to some degree. That's a, a huge part of it. But also, you can't increase the population. I think what Simon Coveley said, we could increase the population of Ireland to 10 million people. And you probably could if you did it over a long period of time and built the infrastructure with it. But we didn't do that. So we've increased the population over the last year by 120,000 people, um, you know, from abroad. That's not including our own population. So, I mean, you can't do that and expect to house everybody. That's the point he's making. And, and Stephen, you know as well as I do, the majority of people coming into the country are unskilled workers. So they're never going to be earning enough money, no harm to them, to buy their own house. I mean, I, I can certainly see your point uh, with the unskilled workers, but I think that just really refers to the latest crisis with the Ukrainians. Um, because my father-in-law was in hospital, sadly passed away a few weeks ago, bless him. And I would say 90% of the workers in that hospital were not Irish-born. So should they go home? See, this, again, they this is the argument that people put up, and there has never been a difficulty. And people who come in, the vast bulk of people, whether they're doctors or healthcare assistants or nurses, in the hospitals come from countries like Pakistan and India, the where they need a visa yeah. to come into this country, well, and the Philippines. They don't jump on a plane in London. And hold on, hold on, let me finish the point. They, they, they do not jump on a plane in London and come into Dublin and say, oh, well, I, I lost my passport. I haven't got one. Or I gave it to Johnny there, who's gone, gone off and sold it to somebody else. And they come into this country and are provided with housing. The yeah, people I, I mean, Stephen, I, I kind of... I, oh, well, hang on, Malachi. They have to find their own accommodation. Ma, I, Stephen, I do agree with Malachi. Sorry, LA, I'll let you back in a second. But, uh, Stephen, I do there's agree. No comparison. Well, you can't talk about, you know, the doctors and the nurses working in the hospital. And yes, they're wonderful people. But they all came here through le the legitimate process of getting a visa to come and work in Ireland. We're talking about people who come here under refugee or asylum seeker status, which is what, we're, what, what is happening at the moment when you have unskilled workers, and the most would be unskilled. As I said already, they're never going to earn or potentially earn enough money to buy a house in this country because most people can't anyway. So reason, realistically, we, we must expect that if we're going to let in 100,000 people, we're going to have to provide, I don't know, 30,000 houses for those 100,000 people, considering some might be families, etc. So we're going to have to provide housing, and we're not doing that. Yeah, of course. And again, that's uh, I, I go back to the previous point. The reason we're not doing that is because there is no will from the government to do that. It's not the fault of the Ukrainians who are here. The government needs to pull their finger out of their ass. sorry for the language, start building houses. 
There's plenty of land in this country. <laughs> the population hasn't doubled well, in this the country. The first thing the government needs to do is shut the borders and deal with the problems we have in this country. You can never, you will never fill a bucket of water with a hole in it. And that's the reality. It's, I get, you know, saying we have all the land to build. You go and try and get planning permission to even put a mobile home in your back garden. You won't get it. Because, the, the, and we saw what happened with Bob Tanala, and particularly the, the head of it down in, in Cork, who had to resign. Why? Nothing about it. We see report after report into scandal after scandal in this country and nothing done about it. We live in a country which is fundamentally rotten to its very core. And, you know, I keep coming back to the children's hospital because that encompasses the way this country is run. The wrong hospital in the wrong location, costing up to two and a half billion now. And, you know, nobody knows when it's going to be finished, how much it's going to cost. Yet anywhere in the world... You know, they built that big, uh, I can't think of the name of it, in, in Dubai, that big hotel on reclaimed land at a far less cost, a top hotel, the top hotel in the world, at less than it's costing us to build a Mickey Mouse hospital. You know, it beggars belief. And all we get, even if you look at the, the recent thing in RTE, we paid Grant Thornton 100 and hundred and odd thousand. 119,000, I think it was. Where yeah. 75 grand went. You know, what kind of a world... And a country are we allowing this to become? There has to be. Donald Trump talked about clearing out the swamp in Washington. You know, we need to clear out the swamp and the whole thing. I, I, I'm country. kind of tending to agree with him, Stephen. You can't keep, you know, letting people into a country. And by the way, I've, there's not. I've no problem supporting people coming from war torn countries or people who are, have a bad life and want a better life, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, if we can afford to do that. But we're in a situation where we can't afford to do it. When I say we can't afford to do it, we don't have the means to do it. We have the money, but we don't have the means to do it. Sorry, LA, you wanted to say something there. Go ahead. I did. You know, um, when I was offered this place, I wasn't allowed to see the inside of it, right? But I was so delighted with the neighbourhood that I said yes. Now, do you think that's wrong, Niall? Because I think that's that's a big problem. No, well, no. Why? Why? Because you weren't allowed to see the inside of it. I wasn't allowed to see the inside of it. No beggars can be choosers and people will say well, I don't. Well, I don't know why you weren't allowed to see the inside of it. That seems a bit daft, to be honest with you. No, and when I got in, there was there's no window in the kitchen, there's no window in the bathroom. That's just, that's okay. It's a beautiful area, you yeah. know. And are you happy I'm there? I'm not allowed to have the chub lock. I'm, not, oh, I'm very happy now. Well, then, that's okay. I'm, okay, I'm yeah. Settled in or whatever, you know. Okay. You, you, beggars can't be choosers, as they say. Well, but but to, some, but to some degree, yeah, but you, you also don't want to be given a kip either, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you all, so we I'm all have to have a reasonable place to live. Here, it was clean, it was habitable. <laughs> There was carpet, there was uh, a bit of furniture, um, and I was, I was delighted in that aspect. But I ha- getting back to the couple at the start, I've been with homeless couples, and when they go to see their places, they take photographs. They are allowed to see the inside for some reason. I don't know why they were, but the absolute dampness and disgraceful. They were absolutely disgraceful what they were being offered. And then you see, you know, these modular homes and these beautiful homes being built. Why was that not done for the Irish first? And then we house as many as we can afford. I, I think that's a very fair point, and I'll come back to Stephen as well. And that's sorry, Anne, I'm going to be with you in a second. Um, Stephen, yeah. you know, when we look at those modular homes that were built, and I've seen, I'm sure you've seen them in the news. They were lovely. You know, why couldn't we do that for the Irish before, as you rightly said earlier on, before anybody came to this country, before we had, you know, an influx of a hundred thousand people? All of a sudden, we can do it now, but we couldn't do it then. There seems to be a lack of concern, unless it's for a foreign national. That's what people perceive it to be. 
Yeah, I think the uh, perception's wrong. And I, I honestly, uh, I know two uh, Irish families, very close friends of mine that have just been rehoused recently, uh, you know, anecdotally. But the, the point is, and I think we all agree on this, is they should be building homes. And there should never be a case of, you know, there's 11,000 or 12,000 people on the streets. That should never be the case in the second wealthiest country in the world. Um, and that's a political problem. That's not an immigrant problem. That's a political problem. Should yeah, Irish you, people be looked on, you first? cannot absolutely 100% cannot, Irish people be looked at first. You cannot continue to increase the population if those services are not there. And we were told when it was suggested a number of years ago for modular homes for people who are on the streets here or people who are homeless. We were told, oh, they're not suitable. No, that wouldn't do. And blah, blah, blah. And all of the reasons. And now we're being told, oh, no, well, they're grand. And they all look grand. But they're not be- they're, they're being given to people who have come into the country. We are not here. This country cannot just look after its own people. And we're not here to solve the problems of the world. Most of them, none of them we actually created. And if I get on a plane tomorrow, for instance, and go to Australia and get off and say, oh, I'm here to live. I'll be put back on that plane unless I have applied to enter that country and unless I have a skill that they want. And if they don't, it's goodbye, you're on the next plane. And that's the reality. And that's what should happen here. There should be nobody coming into this country who doesn't have a skill that we require. Would you, would you agree with that, Stephen? Apart from the obvious exceptions when, you know, when a war breaks out somewhere, obviously. And yeah. by the way, I don't think anybody has an issue with Ukrainian refugees coming to Ireland. Although I think many people believe, including politicians secretly, the numbers should have been capped at thirty or 40,000, not 80,000 or 90,000. Ukraine Isle is a huge country. There's plenty of space in Ukraine for those people to move to. This is part of an agenda to, you know, destroy. Our young people are being told, why people as high up as the Taoiseach, Get on a plane if you don't like it here, effectively. You know, rents... Our young people can't afford to rent because of the huge influx of population. That's what's driving up rents. The shortage of... Supply and demand. Yes, I know. I know, I know how supply and demand works. Yeah, simple yeah. economics. Yeah, well, Steve, well, Stephen, you know, you know, can I ask you just before I, I let you go there, in relation to the amount of people coming into Ireland, as Maliki pointed out, if you went to America, Canada, Australia, wherever it is, you know, with the exception of the odd person they will allow to apply for asylum, and they have a very different system where they'll put you literally in a holding cell overnight, and if they're not happy, they'll send you straight back home again. But, I mean, we, we don't do that in this country. Nobody gets deported. Do you believe that, you know, we should have a tighter immigration system whereby people are not just allowed to swan into the country? 100%. 100%. But that, I, I think that's a different issue. Well, it, well, um, it's, well it's not should, really. Should, it's part of the same issue, well, isn't it? Big. That of is course, the I'm issue. Just, and that is why people have been out protesting since last November because of that very issue. And when we stated last November at the first protest in East Wall that people were coming into this country with no passports and no identifying documents, coming mainly from mainland UK, we were called liars, we were called fascists, we were called racist. And ultimately the government then conceded that there was a problem with people coming in and they admitted that. So the only difference between what I'm saying and people who are out protesting since last November is a couple of months. Between what we okay, say, okay, but but, but, but hang on, just well, hang on, Stephen, just before I let you go, the, the two the two problems are intrinsically linked at this very moment in time, because if you're going to allow a hundred thousand people or a hundred and ten thousand people, whatever it is that have come in in the last year, to say you have to provide somewhere for them to live, so they're linked. They are linked to an extent, but I mean, I think the amount of undocumented people coming into Ireland is, I would say, is fairly small. That's I'd so. have to see the well, go and look at the figures then. Hold on. I don't have the figures in front of me, but the figures have been shown to be many thousands. The vast bulk of people who come into this country who are non-Ukrainian have no identification. That's a simple fact. 
Well, well, hang on both of you a second. I'm going to go to Angela and Podrick as well. Angela, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall, how are you? Jesus Good. Christ, blood is boiling here. Um, I, I just want to make a couple of points without being interrupted, um, if that's okay. Yeah, go ahead. Where, I, where I'm living, right, there is um, an estate gone up, right, and there, there's brand new, top of the range, modern houses, A-rated houses, 12 of them, okay? 12 of those houses have gone up. One family is Irish. One family, which means 11 of them are Ukrainian, okay? And there are. And this isn't a he said, she said, I know this because they're only around the corner and I know that Irish family. And that Irish family were waiting 18 years to get that house. So I don't want to listen to this crap of, oh, they're here a year, or they're here two weeks, or they're here. They're after getting ahead of families that are on okay, the well, can, can, can I say something? And, I, and I, now, By the way, I would understand absolutely why that would anger somebody on the list. But you can't turn around and say, well, you know, Mary from Ukraine and her family are only on the list a year, so why should they get a house? They are a priority, just like everybody else, if they have a family. Well, and they're yeah, all, but but, hang on, but they're only on the list a year because they're only here a year. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But my whole thing is, right, so that's one point. Let yeah. me make the second point, okay. right? Okay. Okay. Up until last year, I could make a phone call to my doctor and get an appointment in the morning, right? Or get an appointment in the afternoon. Now I'm waiting four or five days. Okay? Because... It's, everything is by appointment now, and everything is it's like a couple of days because everyone else is in ahead of you, right? That's the influx of Ukrainians coming in and asylum seekers coming into the country, right? The other thing is, and this is not word of mouth. This is coming from, um, this is coming from the horse's mouth, right? There is um, a hotel near me that is housing Ukrainians, okay? Um, a doctor and a lawyer who were over from the Ukraine, they came out, they came out um, and, sorry, I'm just distracted there a second. So uh, they were staying in the hotel and weren't seen for a couple of months and then they came, they arrived back because over the Christmas, they had gone to their own holiday home in Spain, right? And they are there right now at the moment. So why, I, in the hotel okay, and okay, I, I I accept what you're saying to me, but why would why would you come to Ireland, live in a hotel in Ireland, you know, in not the ideal situation when you have a holiday home in Spain? Why would you do that? Because they're getting money here, Niall. Okay, they're okay. getting medical cards here. They're getting their food here. They're getting everything here. If they I, I, did, I did hear one woman, a uh, Ukrainian woman, and she was on radio there recently giving out about the meals they were getting. Um, and <laughs> the meals seemed all right yeah. to me when she talked about I, it. I, yeah, I, the, the word ungrateful came into my head, but anyway. Yeah. They're, they're getting all, they are very ungrateful. And because some, I know not all of them, not all. Some are very, yeah. some I'm sure are very yeah, grateful. Most of them are. And they're expecting everything, right? Now, getting back to the housing thing, right? If putting Irish families into a hotel, right, and then waiting for a house, and Ukrainians come in, and after a year they get a house ahead of 
the ones in the hotel or come here within three months because four of the families over there have only been here three months. That's wrong. They stay in the hotel. The Irish get the houses. Okay, so so as far as you're concerned, Irish people should get priority because they were born in this country and pay tax in this country. Absolutely. I am sick of it now. And it's not, as you say... I'm not, you can call me racist. I'm not going to call, call you racist. racist. No, I'm not going to call you racist. You have an but opinion, you're entitled to But that's to what happens, Niall. I know you're not going to. But that's what happens. The second you stick up for the Irish and give out about asylum seekers or give out about the Ukrainians, you're racist. No, we're not racist. We're fucking pissed off. Excuse my language. Okay, well, 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 hang on. Let me, well, hang on. Let me just go to Podrick and Steve as well. Uh, Podrick, how are you doing? Podrick, hi. Yeah. Niall, how's tricks? Tricks, <laughs> tricks are good, Patrick. Uh, Patrick. Okay, Patrick, do you believe that Irish people should be given preference? Well, I'm going to put this in a nutshell, Niall. Uh, one of my sisters works in the, in the hospice in Howard's Cross, and she, there's a lovely, in, she, she befriended a lovely Indian carer, and I'm going to paraphrase what this Indian carer said. In my country, no foreign national is put before an indigenous person. And it's very evident that in the Republic of Ireland, it is the opposite, that the indigenous people are second-class class citizens. Well, I, I, well, that seems to be the perception, all right. Now, according to reports, that's not the reality, but I, I don't know how true that report is. I personally don't believe the report. I'm going to agree with both of you and say that the perception is probably the reality, but you do have to take into consideration that you're not going to have a Nigerian or a Ukrainian or a Georgian on the housing list for 20 years because they haven't been here for 20 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, well, yeah, I understand that. But uh, the Ukrainians haven't been here a year and a half, but we all know the international uh, and the Eastern Europeans have been here since the 90s. So let's get, let's get real. Oh, sorry, uh, correct. The Eastern Europeans have been here since 04. Uh, the, the Nigerians were coming in the late 90s, so let's get a grip here. Now, but Af- African people have been coming here mainly since 2002. Ish in and around. Well, I, I, yeah. a lot of them are coming in the mid nineties. That's how, that's when it started. Okay, uh, when we opened, they opened the borders. But anyway, look, getting back to Mark McCharry, an independent TD down in Sligo, he said, and you couldn't make this up really. He said the, the people are on his back all the time, saying that the Irish, all they want, all the Irish want is to have the same, be treated the same. You couldn't make foreign nationals, but because the modular housing up there, as that lady just alluded to. They're getting preference. They're getting uh, social housing. It's an 80-20 split. But anyway, now this is never. This is. You know why this is never going to end, Niall? Because this is all about the money, honey. There's 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 vested interest here, Niall, making a fortune out of this crack. The hoteliers are, are the. Uh, the everybody, are, everybody's making money out of you. Caterers making money. You have the you the, the, the hoteliers the are making money. The NGO is making right. money. The housing right. uh, trusts right. are all making money. It's an industry. Yeah. Oh, well, I know it's, that. It's, correct, correct, correct. it's an industry. And that's why it'll never end. Because all these people coming in on the dinghies from Calais uh, across uh, the English Channel. Um, you, you, there's a company called Serco, by the way. And Prince William, no less, is, is, is actually one of the board of directors. He's making money out of Jesus Christ Almighty. They have no intention of stopping this style. And remember this style. It's, this is a class issue. But, but, it will, but hang on. When you say there's no intention of stopping it, it will have to come to an end at some point. Because... 
you know, think, no, you, no. you do have... Now, let's be clear, Mark. There, Patrick, there is some genuine people who are coming for fleeing war-torn countries, right? And we have to be respectful of that, okay? And people should be helped if we can if we can afford to do that and if we have somewhere to put people. That's fair enough, right? I think most of us will yeah. accept that. But there are people who are chancing their arm. Look, just looking for a better life. Should we get all of that? Majority. Okay. So the point I'm trying to make yeah. is it will okay. all come to an end because the problem is the, the vast majority of people coming into Ireland through that process, in other words, not through the official visa process, are unskilled workers. And they are not going to be paying an awful lot of tax. They are going to cost the state money long term. So that will eventually have to stop because we can't afford it. It's quite quite simple what they could do, uh, the the, the British could do, like what the Australians did. They put the gunboats on them. And that's the only way to stop it. Told them back to Calais that there's no political will to do it. And in this country, all these, you're talking about war, fleeing war torn. So they're leaving all their wives and, and families to die, are they? The, all these internet, who's, who's insulting our intelligence here now? Whatever about the Ukraine people, at least it's a genuine war. The men from 18 to 60 stood and fight. It's mainly women and children coming over here. I haven't got a problem with them per se now. Should, that num- should the numbers of Ukrainians be capped? The whole yeah. thing should be capped. But you've heard, you've heard the mantra from all the mainstream uh, politicians now. They, they're not going to have a... And by the way, they have an opt-out clause here. You can check this out. Don't take my word for this. That They have an opt-out clause. When, when you hear them say we have a moral and legal obligation, that is all the dash, Niall. They do not... That They are deciding to do this. They Their argument is that they have to because they signed up for the part of the European Union. Britain, of course, don't have that obligation because they're not part of the European Union. It, it's it's an ironic dial that since uh, Britain uh, the bre- Brexit, it's actually the, the, the things immigration has got worse in the UK. So whatever about the people think the European EU are corrupt, which they are, but I mean at the end of the day things have got worse in England, a lot worse since Brexit. That, and that, that's actually quite surprising because the whole purpose of Brexit and the majority of people who voted for Brexit voted for that reason that they were sick of seeing yeah. you know people coming into the country constantly all the time. Nice. Yes, yeah, sorry, Angela. Yeah. Under the Treaty of Amsterdam, Ireland has an opt-out clause from EU legislation adopted in the areas of freedom, security and justice, which includes immigration and asylum. This means that Ireland yeah. is not bound by EU law in the areas of immigration or asylum unless Ireland voluntarily decides to opt out in these Well, 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 well you, you are right. And we also don't have an obligation because, for example, in certain situations, say if somebody's coming from Georgia or if somebody's coming from Nigeria or they're coming from Pakistan or India and they go to France or they go to London and then they come to Ireland, we are absolutely legally, we're legally obliged to send them back to the country they came from, which is France or London or, you know, or England. We can send them back. We don't have to accept it because we're considered to be the second safe port and not the first safe port. Anyway, uh, moving on from that, but the, the, the reason we do it is for humanitarian grounds. Stay there, please, Patrick and Angela. Let me go to Steve. Hi, Steve. How are you? Well, how are you, Niall? Oh, gosh, I remember the last time you two were on together. Okay, mm-hmm. sorry, sorry, go ahead, Steve. What do you want to say? It might go the same way today. So I want to ask my friend, my dear friend, Porrick, a question. Porrick, all this mention of dinghies and gunboats, let me ask you a question. And be honest, just do us all a big favour and be honest with, about this. Let's, let's say you were down the docks and a dinghy was floating in the water and in the dinghy was a family, an Irish family, white, very white, and the boat was sinking and they needed help. They were going to die. And there's a rope there, and you can throw it to that family. 
I'm assuming you would throw it to that family. You would do the decent thing, yeah? Podrick? Podrick. Podrick, are you there? Uh, yeah, I'm here now. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, did you hear what he said? Where the... Park, did you go on a lunch break? No, I'm actually working here, and... Uh... Is that, is that the is that, is that the, the gay burglar by any chance? It is. That's me. Yeah, that's oh, me. The homo so, burglar. That's so. me. Yeah. So you weren't even so, listening yeah. to the question. I'll, I'll ask the question again. You know, because I mean, try listen this time, man. So you're down at the docks. You see a boat out in the water. Irish family in the boat. They need help. It's going to sink. Would you throw them a rope to help them? Yes or no? They're not coming in. That's a, a hypothetical question. Irish not family, coming yeah, in. absolutely. Absolutely. It's an Irish family. They're white as hell. They live around the corner from you. Are you going to throw the, the rope out and help them? Just I'd throw the rope out to help, help you, believe it or not, Steve. Ah, Patrick, just oh. answer the question. Humor him. I'm wondering where he's going with this one. Yes, he said yes. He did say yes. Oh, he did, did say he would, yeah. Yeah, yeah go on. So okay. where, where are you going with so, this, Steve? I don't know about Dave. Hold on. Let, wait, no, stop. Now, if it was a brown family, would you throw out the rope? Of course you would. No, I'm not asking you, Angela. Well, Patrick, would you oh. the most ridiculous question I've let, ever uh, heard? Angela, <laughs> let, let Porrick answer the question, please. But, see, this, this guy is a race baiter. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm trying to do. Yeah, you're right. You're 100% yeah, right. Exactly. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to genuinely figure out how much of a racist you actually are. Are you just a mouthpiece or would you go to the length of letting people die? That's what I'm trying to figure out. The difference between me and you, Steve, is you haven't got the intelligence to deduce the difference between a patriot and a racist. And that just shows your your level of well, intent. Well, then answer the question, and then I'll know. Okay, okay. Well, well I'll well, tell you both of you. Let me just get back to the topic at hand. Steve, in relation yes. to housing, I think that's what we're talking about today. Do you believe yes. when somebody turns around and says the Irish should get priority when housing is available, do you think that's racist no. in itself to suggest that? No, no, it's not. Ra- of course, it's not racist to su- It's not racist to suggest it. But well, then what are you talking? Well, then what are you waffling on about? Let me let me talk. He's just so, what he's doing, Nile. He's Angela, Angela, he, he's Angela. He's not talking to you. Topic. Will you stop butting in? You stop being so bleeding rude and stop butting in. She's not being rude. She's she's making a point that all you're doing is trying to wind Padraig up. You only come on no, to do no, that. No, no, you no, didn't no, come no, on no, to talk no, about no, the topic no, at hand. Well, well, then focus on the topic at hand. You agree? You obviously agree with Padraig that <laughs> Irish people should be given preference. So what are you talking about? Why are you disagreeing with him? Jesus Christ. Steve! Oh, he's gone now as well. As are you still there? I think he fell out of the boat. Your phone is... Your phone, your phone. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, can you hear me? I can hear you now. Did you fall out of the boat, Steve? Yeah. Oh, okay, we've, I think we've lost Steve. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me go to actually another Stephen, uh, if I can. Stephen, hi, how are you? Oh, have we lost everybody? How are we doing, lads? Oh, yeah, go ahead, Stephen. Go on. No, I'm here. I'm here. All right. I'm here. Stephen, Stephen, do you believe that Irish people should be given priority? Hold. Please wait. Ah, oh, Jesus. What is going on here at all? Okay, hang on. I'm going to have to just get, do a quick restart on the phone lines there. I do apologize to everybody. I apologize. I apologize. Right. Just to let remind people what we're talking about again. That's what I'll do. So I have an email, and I'm going to read out some of your comments as well. And the email basically is from a woman who said. 
that her and her husband are not working. He's out of work five years. She's out of work three years. They're living in Blanche on the Hap. And every time a new housing estate comes up, she said it's filled with Romanians, Africans and Ukrainians. And she said Irish people are never offered the houses. And she doesn't know why she's not getting an offer, offered a house. Some of the comments, by the way, that are coming in online. Maureen says, we are a small island that cannot house any more people other than our own. The indigenous Irish people will be forced out eventually. Multiculturalism destroys the indigenous or uh, culture of any country. It has never worked and never will. Brenda says, why would you bring people into a country that doesn't have the infrastructure to house them? What a stupid thing to do. Um, and Angela, oh, well, that could be the Angela that was on a few minutes ago, says 12. Oh, yeah, that's the one she told us about the 12 brand new houses, A-rated, state-of-the-art in Ennis, and there's only one Irish family, and the rest are Ukrainian. Only here a few months. The Irish family were on the waiting list for 18 years. That does seem unfair. Sorry, Stephen, I have you back now. I do apologise. You're okay. Can you, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Stephen, is there something racist about suggesting that Irish people should get priority? No, not at all. Um, I, 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 I think a lot of these arguments get, um, you know, twisted. And if you untwist everything and just speak normally about them, it's it's a very simple thing. If if someone is born in a country, they have they have citizenship, birth rights, birth rights, and they're there up, you know, eighteen years of a childhood. The state the state has years to prepare in advance the social protections needed for that person if they need them. If a Ukrainian war starts, and the government after that war starts can provide housing for those people, sometimes building them from the ground up and, and providing them front door keys and, and forgetting our people, then there is a problem. That's not racism. It's, it's the opposite of racism. It's anti-Irish. And, uh, it, you know, it, it's... But, it's, but the it's, argument it's, I made earlier on in relation to what Angela was saying, that in that particular place in Ennis where she <coughs> said there was 12 grade A houses and only one Irish family, the rest were all Ukrainian. And I assume in Ennis, yeah, by the way, there's thousands of people on the housing list, right? So the, the, the yeah. argument I'm making is you can't compare with like with like because the Ukrainians have only been here a year, so they couldn't be on a housing list for 18 years. Now, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with what Angela says. There should yeah. be a balance and there should be social cohesion as well, apart from anything else, you know, to avoid ghettoizing, you know, areas and to avoid, you know, people, you know, the same, you know, when you look at America, you've got pockets of Irish everywhere. You got pockets of Polish, you got pockets of Germans, you know, people living together, which is not good for social cohesion. So it's not good to have 11 Ukrainian families and one Irish family in the, on a street. That's not a good idea. It doesn't work. And I is, would agree is, with is that. It, is, is, is it racism to point out differential treatment that you are at the loss of? Uh, you know, like you're, you're at the loss of the benefit of being in your own country where for thousands of years your people have, have lived there. Now, this this is part of this multicultural idea where they need to be visibly seen to be helping people from other countries into integrate them and everything else. So you're saying that's virtue, you're, you're suggesting it's virtue signaling? Oh, beyond, even beyond yeah. this, right? So mm. look what happened to the Native American Indian in, in, in North America because of multiculturalism. They brought in people Not- from all over the world to work and they wiped out the, North, the Native American Indians. Yeah. They, they just move them out of the way to make way for people of other races. Sorry, Angela, you're trying to say something there. Go ahead. You know, we're entitled See, to that land and they were just I moved think, I, think, I think also the difference here is when people start saying, oh, the Irish emigrated, they went to America, they went to Australia. The thing is, yeah. when, 
into America, and even those who are over there illegally, they're not getting a penny from the state. They're working for their money. They that, that, that's are, an excellent know, argument, Angela. It is an excellent argument, but it's not the best one. The best one is the fact that we went to America means that we took part in the wiping out of the Native American Indian. We were, we were responsible for that by going over there. We took part, we took part in that imperialism, and, and we took part in that imperialism when we went to Australia. Uh, any country we go to as a people, we are taking up services, opportunities, and everything else of the Native people. And, yeah, well, you can't do that. But yeah, but you can't do that anymore, Stephen. Yeah, that that would have been thirty or forty years ago. You can't go to America now. You can't go to Canada. You can't go to Australia unless you have a visa, of course. So, and and yeah, to get a visa, you have to prove that you can do something that a, a local person can't do. We we're not given social welfare anywhere we go. That that is that is a yeah. Fake, we're, we're yeah no, but I mean, but no, but what you're talking about, you're talking about something that's historical. And and absolutely, I completely agree with what you said. By the way, but we're talking about now. That is the effect where... of when you bring people into another country. That, mm. That's what happens. If you bring people who are not native to a country in, and if you, if you prioritize them for services, which these people have been prioritized for, there's no point saying they haven't been. They're, 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 well, they're, according, they're, according to reports, they haven't. That's a perception, which I don't believe the report. Well, look, the, the Minister of that's Housing optics. and the Minister for, for um, Integration, O'Gorman and O'Brien, between them, they have knee-jerk reaction bought up properties all over Ireland and filled them overnight with a hundred or so thousand people, and they haven't touched the twelve thousand people on the housing list. Well, stay there. Sorry, let me just go back to Steve, who got cut off before the break or before the last segment. There, sorry, Steve, you get yeah. frustrated, you get frustrated or something. I am slightly frustrated, and I tell you why. Because <clears throat> the reason why I was going at Porrick earlier because I'm genuinely interested to know whether that man is an out-and-out racist or just an outpiece. Because if he's an out-and-out racist, I want nothing to do with him. I don't want a conversation with that person. But if he's an outpiece... But who, who, does, we, yeah, but who, decides, who decides what's... Is it, like, is it racist what's to turn around... actual racist? Yeah, no, 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 no. I know, hang on, I don't need the definition of the word racist. I'm not stupid. I'm asking you, who decides what's racist? In other words, is it racist for Me. Angela or Stephen to turn around and say Me. that indigenous Irish should be prioritised? Some, no, 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 some people say no, that no, is no, racist. I don't believe no, it is. No, to discriminate is to discriminate on the basis of their colour or their ethnicity. If Porrick answered the question and said no, he wouldn't throw a rope out and he would let people Well, he didn't answer the that's question. That's real hatred. Yeah, but, well, he didn't answer the question, so there's no point in talking about it. He's not on now, anyway. That's why I said... That's okay, why but I let's, said let, let's deal with the argument here, right? So Stephen and Angela okay, are both the saying argue- the same thing, that we need to prioritise okay. Irish people for housing. Let me, ask, let me ask Angela a question. Angela, who are you annoyed at? Because you're very annoyed... You're very pissed off today. Who are you annoyed at? Of course at? I am. Yeah, who I'm are you annoyed, annoyed at? The okay, is I'm it the, the Ukrainian people? What? Stephen, what I hate. You try and put words in my mouth. You no, I'm asking. I'm no, asking Stephen, who you're annoyed I answered, at. I answered your question and said the government. Did I? Okay, so and now I'm asking, asking are you... Now I'm asking... asking now I'm asking you, are you annoyed at the Ukrainian people? No. Okay, excellent. That's all you have to say. It's a, it's a straightforward answer. Great. But here's, so here's the problem. 
We have a situation in this country where, let's say you're a home Angela and the house is on fire, but your fridge is broken. What are you going to fix first? Are you going to fix your fridge? No, you're going to attend to the fire in your house. There is a fire at the moment. And people are acting on an emergency basis. That is what's happening. I understand everything that you... Go ahead. You answered me a question, okay? So, you were on the housing list for 10 years, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, listen to me. Mm-hmm. You're on the housing mm-hmm. list for 10 years. Um, you yep. you had a house. It was sold underneath you. So, for the past three years, you've been living in a hotel, okay? Yeah. You and your family mm-hmm. living in a hotel. And next, yep. the family from Ukraine next to you, same amount of people, are living in the hotel for six months. And they arrive mm-hmm. in and go, now, welcome to Ireland. Here's the key to a brand new house for you. Sorry, Stephen, you have to stay in the hotel. Yeah. Are you pissed off? Well, look. Are you? I don't no. Know. You answer. I, no, you no, no, answer hold on, yes no, 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 I'm not. No, I'm not. No. No, I'm not. You're not pissed off. Because here's no, you're I'm not pissed off. I tell you why. Steve, you are a liar. Of course you're a liar. No, hold on, fuck off. Don't call me a liar. You are a liar. You're an absolute liar. liar. No. She's asked you no, hang on, she's given you an analogy and asked you a fair question. And for you to turn around and say you wouldn't be pissed off. Of course you'd be annoyed. Stop lying. Okay. Okay. What uh, do, do you want me to say something different? So you? No, you're only you're only truth? saying that because you want to disagree with her for the sake no, of it no, at this stage. No, it's not. Because here's the thing: the difference between me and a lot of other people is I am one of these people that you actually admire, Niall, which is a critical thinker. You talked about this the other day. I would critically think about that situation. I would try and understand what is the situation. I wouldn't particularly get annoyed if somebody got. I'm, I don't get annoyed that somebody else won the fucking lotto, do I? No, I don't. Shit happens. That's, uh, win, winning the lottery is luck. We're talking about a planned thing here. We're talking about the government assigning a house, a new house, as Angela's given you an example, to somebody who's only in the country a wet day when you've been on the housing list a long time and you've been in that same hotel for longer. We're, yeah, talk, I, we're, talk, yeah, we're talking about a decision that has been made to prioritise somebody ahead of you that's Why not, that's not paying taxes in this country and Why? not an Irish citizen. Why, would why wouldn't you get angry? Why wouldn't you get because angry? Some, why? Well, I tell you why. I tell you I would. Else, I'm with no, Angela on no, this one. I'll tell you why I wouldn't be angry. Because somebody got housed. It's not like the house oh, is sitting there oh, vacant. Oh, somebody oh, else got yeah. housed. Sorry, oh, well, sorry, well, sorry, let me just ask Stephen as well. Stephen, if you were in that situation, would you be angry? Uh, not only would I be angry, I, I, I'd do something about that. I, I, I'd absolutely That's challenge that whole thing immediately um look i'll put it this way if if you refer to yourself as a critical thinker while allowing that to happen to you you're not a critical mm-hmm. thinker you're a bend it's over not, merchant who yeah. said i was allowing it to happen who said because you know my initial thought when angela well, force what, brought what, this what, up was have, my said, initial well, thought hold on hold on hold on a second hold on a second my initial thought when angela said this and i decided not to say it was if i was in a situation in a hotel with my family i wouldn't be t- depending on the bleeding social welfare i would walk okay. my whole off i would do better Steve, for my family you another question no. Steve, let me ask you another question so Go ahead. you get a lot of tickets right yeah. And you uh-huh. win the lotto. And you go into uh-huh. the lotto and go, I've won the lotto. And they turn around and go, well, sorry, there's another ticket here. And they've won the lotto. So, and they need the money more than you. 
So we're giving it to that Ukrainian that won the lotto and had lost. Fuck off, Steve. Go on, answer that. Would you be pissed off then? Oh, I think we've, that's we've the same lost. scenario. I think we've lost him. Well, hang on, hang on. I think we've lost him. I don't know whether he's hung up or what has happened there. I'll, I'll, now I'll try, I'll try and get him back. I want to go to Tina. Tina, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall, how's it going? Good. Tina, is there anything wrong with, you know, somebody saying, well, Irish people should be housed first? Um, here's the situation. I, I have kind of two angles to this. I'm married to an immigrant for the last 15 years, 16 years, actually. We have kids together and I'm a teacher as well. Um, and I think what's going on with the immigration at the moment is like really ridiculous because we can't actually um, house these people when they're coming. We can't give them the services. We can't give our national, you know, our Irish people the services that they need. The waiting list, childcare, um, the hospital waiting list, everything is a complete and utter disaster as it is. Never mind taking in 100,000 Ukrainians a year. Never mind taking in um, the refugees or so-called refugees from Africa and all these places. Um, and I'm married to an immigrant that okay. came from that scenario. Now, in, in saying that, he came back way before, like he came years and years and years ago. He's mm-hmm. here a long, long time. And he works. He went to college. He works. He pays tax. He pays into the system. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that kind of a scenario. And you cannot call me racist for obvious reasons. So that Stephen fella, he's lying through his teeth. Um, I don't know what kind of an agenda, but he's not telling the truth about how he would feel in that. Of course, he'd be pissed off. You were on. You don't have to be a racist to be pissed off if somebody is no. getting preferential treatment over and you. Tina, yeah. your situation is totally different, as you said. You know, well, yeah, you but I would be called if I if I would be called a racist. You can't call people racist for saying it's it's right to house Irish nationals first. Now, in, in saying that, if somebody is taking the piss, like if that family, for example, uh, who was in the media recently, or I think you mentioned mentioned her, Niall, the email, was it, um, that she refused houses and stuff a couple of times because they weren't suitable, this, that and the other. You know, that situation needs to be looked at That's with... It. Sorry, yeah? That is taking Hello? the piss. That's, I, I don't agree with that, like, you know, mm. sorry. Yeah, no, obviously that woman, that woman, you know, that, that her husband doesn't work with, uh, in the email, that situation I don't agree with, you know. No, well, no. I mean, what, what concerns me more about that is she says we've been offered other houses, but there were kips. I don't know how many houses yeah. they've been offered. And also the fact that the two of them are out of work for the last five years or so, it seems, you know, to me, I, I personally would say I'd give them a kick up the arse, to be honest with you. Uh, they should be doing yeah, a bit more. Exactly. But but I do accept the point that they're making that other people are being housed ahead of them. I do accept that yeah. as well. Uh, well. Stay there, Botina and Angela. I want to go to Joanne as well. Uh, Joanne, hi, how are you? Hi, good morning. I actually only came in halfway through the show today because my phone went dead. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Joanne, what do you want to say? But, um, like, there's a cohort of people which, you know, my family member is in that position where they're working, they're paying huge rent, they're facing homelessness now. I've been on two a year ago that they've been given notice of eviction over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't qualify for a mortgage because most of their income is going on rent. Now the council have taken them off the, co- the housing list because they said they were earning too much. So they're thrown to the wolves. Nobody gives a shit about this cohort of people. The, the yeah. one is that Leo Leo said, get up early in the morning and go to work. Yeah. 
you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it makes me very angry, very angry when they, as tax- taxpayers, putting in so much for years into the system, and now there's no fallback for them. You can well, I tell you one thing. I'm, I'm actually in that scenario. We're, we are, our, as our family, I have three kids. And our family is in that scenario right now. And I, I am on maternity leave at the moment, but I work as a teacher and my husband is an electrician. And we've paid into the system all of our lives. I've been working since I was 14 years old. And you, do, and you don't qualify earning, for anything? You don't qualify? I don't qualify for You know, because yeah. I go under his, and he's earning maybe 200 euros a week too much to, to mm. get yeah. any help from anyone. And there's a huge cohort of people in that scenario um, and the government are completely ignoring And, and you are right. The, well, well, hang on. The system needs to be fixed because the very idea that your husband earns 200 quid too much or you earn 200 quid too much, whichever, whichever way around you want to look at it because obviously your income is taken as one um, and, and you don't qualify for anything, I mean, shows you that the system is wrong because realistically, if you, if you packed in your job tomorrow and went on the dole, You'd be entitled to housing. You'd be entitled to other benefits as well, which means you'd probably yeah. be better off. But you don't want to do that. Yeah. So, so a, no, sy- yeah. a system that encourages people to give up their job because they'd be better off is a bad system. It's yeah, bad. But I, it's actually gave, I actually advised that person that I'm referring to. I'm going to tell you, it's my son. I was on to you over a year ago. I, do, I remember you've been on the radio to me, Joanne. Yeah. I do remember you've been right? on to me. So they, they got a notice to quit a year last June, right? They haven't found anywhere been looking for a solid year, okay? They have two children. She's on maternity leave. She works full-time, but she's on maternity leave now. People say, oh, why bring a baby in? Hang on a minute. They're mid-30s. They're entitled to have a baby if they want one. But they have two children now, okay? And the landlord, because of the eviction ban, they they had a breeder, even though I don't agree with the eviction ban personally, mm-hmm. right? Now the landlord has come back and said, right, lads, January are gone. Then they find out last week, two weeks ago, sorry, the council took them off the council list. They were on the list six, seven years, I think, and they've taken them off the council housing list now because they said they're earning slightly above. So, 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 when, they, so when they get booted out of this house, they're literally on the streets? On the streets. Now, I advised my yeah. son something I thought I'd never do in my life for a very well-educated young fellow with a great job and great money, but can't buy a house. I said, pack up your job. That's terrible, isn't it? Ma'am, you serious? Pack up your job, I said, because that's the only way you're ever going to get a roof over your head. Okay? It's totally madness. It's ridiculous. You have people coming in here into this country that have never paid one cent into the system, and this government are bending over backwards from, and our own people are struggling and suffering. Okay, and then they're no. playing the race card, you know. And then, then anybody who disagrees with that, they'll call you a racist, which yeah. is totally they untrue. Call, well, they can yeah. call me a racist any day. I'm sick of being called a racist, right? I don't give two shits anymore what they call me. I'm standing up right for the people. No, 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 no. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, certainly, I'm certainly not going to call you racist, but I think it's a sad reflection of society. And you are right that you turn around to your own son and say the only way you're ever going to get a house is if you pack in your job. I told him, pack up his job. I know. But should I they took him off the council list now. So they, the council don't want to know, okay? The council don't want to know. The bank don't want to know because they said, look, you can't, you can't get the deposit together because the, they're paying, paying rent. Yeah. yeah. They're paying yeah. so much rent. So they're totally cut it's off. Trap. The cotton With trap. It's total, and they're getting depressed about it now, right? Because yeah. I'm worried about that girl with postnatal and all this on top of her, and she's a very sick mother 
fighting cancer and they're about oh, ready now to break, I'd say. And I said, it's the only way, by I said, just pack up your blood. Uh, and your argument is the people can come into this country who have never put a penny into the system and they'll get housed reasonably quickly. Put a penny into the system. They're giving they them out. Housed, they get their medical cards. They get, Everything. like, there's people here that are fighting for medical cards that deserve medical Absolutely. cards. And yeah. I got my parents' allowance taken off me, you know, Niall. Right, oh, my son is a type 1 diabetic, to, to add to all of this, and I got my carer's allowance taken off me as well. <laughs> right. Do you know? Because, you're, because you were earning too much money. No, because Joe, my husband is earning too much money. Oh, because money. he's earning too much money. Sorry, sorry. Well, yeah. 200 euro, 200 euro, mind you, only, yeah. and which is nothing these days. Absolutely nothing. You so know? What, what is the cutoff point now? Is it still 34,000 if you go over 34,000? Is, is that what it is still? No, you can't. You can't earn more than uh, I think for um, a joint family income, it's six fifty. Okay. A week. Jesus Which Christ! Is, I know you totally we're living in Ireland. Who can? I mean, six fifty a week is not a lot of money. But you, 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 you know, the rent. Anyway, the government are absolute clowns. Absolute clowns. Absolutely. And they 100%. do not know what the hell is going on in this country and there's so much rage bubbling underneath the surface it's only a matter well, of well, the, you know, the government are the ones that are calling people names constantly calling people right wing racists and all sorts of names oh, yeah. right uh, but but you, you are all right all three of you the government have created this problem by prioritising yeah. people and pissing people off they've created this division between people which is really wrong I'm not blaming the Ukrainian people I'm not blaming the African people or the Georgian people or the Albanian people I'm blaming the government for allowing it to happen because I mean the foreign people who come in here and get the houses you know Joanna's saying they're, they're really taking advantage of a system that's there of course they exactly. are we do it's human nature country. yeah yeah. Of course you're going yeah. to do it. We're not blaming The them. Irish people are tolerating this. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, tolerating. Tolerating. Well, I don't think they are tolerating it, Joanne. I think the problem is if you say anything, as you rightly said, you get called a racist. Well, stay there for a second. Let me go to Bernie as well. Bernie, hi. How are you? Guys, I have to go. <laughs> okay, okay, Angela. Thanks. Uh, Bernie, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, hi, Niall. I just think it's disgraceful. Like, I mean, I've paid tax since I was 14 and I'm 64 and I'm still paying tax to help the people who in our country for all of same quality, the Irish people. I uh, I can't believe what's happening. I've seen housing estates built by the council here in Galway and some of the people who had come into the country didn't want to move out of the city because they want to be in the city. And yet these Irish people were put off the list because they'd got part-time jobs trying to keep their families going. Like, we are the people who matter first. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but we yeah. are the people who are pri- should be yeah, prioritised. You know, like if you go to Nigeria or you go to somewhere else, they would be prioritised first. Of course they would. You think if you you went over to to an African um, country or or Ukraine or Russia or anywhere, that that you would be prioritised before their national people? Absolutely not. You would not. Because their government would have it. Look, Victor Orban, the Hungarian fella, said no way, he's not having it. And the EU are threatening to fine him for not taking in the quota of migrants. And that's a man that's standing up for his people and saying, we're going to protect our culture because we're losing everything, not just the houses, we're losing our culture too. Look yeah, around, don't yeah, totally agree. Our language has been Well, you know, it's really hard for me to find anybody, with the exception of Steve, who abandoned us earlier on. It's hard for me to find. Well, it's it's hard. It's hard for me to find anybody who disagrees with you all because Stephen is a racist, right? Because he's prepared to push. He's prepared to push other people that did not pay into the system. That's the problem I have with this. Is if you did not pay into the system, 
to keep this country going and you're being shat on because that's basically what they're doing to the Irish people. They just don't care. You can stay home living with mammy and daddy until you're 50. They don't give two... Oh, sorry, I won't use language. Mm. I'm so angry about this carry-on that's going on here, right? And we have our young people emigrating. I have a young friend now. He's gone in six weeks. He's gone. He's taken his skills out of here and I wouldn't blame him. He said, ma'am, I'm going to be stuck living here. you all have to be really careful of who you vote for, right? Because, and I know people say they're all the same, but Sinn Féin are no better than any other No, the, you're absolutely right. They're just cheeks at the same arse. That's they're all they are. In the, in the yeah. Absolutely. So be very careful yeah. of who... But, but, here's the, but here's the thing, Tina. Who are, they, who are people going to vote for? Because every government party are saying the same thing. Well, I would vote for Ian too, personally, because Patrick okay. Hoveen has a good man. come out and... He, he has come out and in the doll and, and questioned things about COVID. He's questioned them about um, immigration before. He's questioned them about their policies before. And he seems to be the only party in there that at the moment are, uh, is questioning anything. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with you, actually. Pather is a good man. Absolutely. Bernie, I mean, Bernie, do, do you, have you ever heard anyone called you a racist because you think that Irish should be preference or given preferential treatment? I, I, I do get it. I, when I go into a couple, even my own children sometimes think, Mom, you can't say that. But they know I'm telling the truth. When they look, think about it, they come back to me and they go, Mom, you're right. Because young people today are, you know, blindsided with all that's on. You know, they don't, they don't know people in their 30s are not aware of what went on before or after. They're a bit clueless, I have to say, and I, I put my hands up because I probably... But they now see it. They're seeing it more and more every day when they can't get houses themselves, when they can't yeah. get access to services that they require, when they, can't, when they have sick children and they're queuing up for three nights in a, in a hospital. Now they're seeing what I've been talking about, all right, and they said, no, Mom, you're not. You're just thinking about the people. Yeah. I said, I don't want to leave this country in the state it is in. Because when I started out in, nine, in the 70s working... I was working for a better future for my family and my children. And I now have been thrown to the side. People in their 60s are ignored here. Like we never did a day's work in our lives. I worked all my life. I've given everything to the service. I have given everything to any country that was at a war or gave to Gertha, gave to whatever thing. Yeah. I did my best, hoping that my own family and my own children would be okay when the time came for them to be looked after. And I'm really upset that they aren't. Like my mother is lying above in yeah. the house with two carers coming in every day, and it's she should be she deserves more than that. No, know? I, no, I know, I, no, we're not we're not doing enough for people in general. I'm I'm well aware, considering that we're actually a very wealthy country, we're not doing enough for people. There is a lot but, more we no, could be doing. That's a misdemeanor that we're all wealthy. We can't be wealthy. No, well, I mean the country, the government are wealthy. We're not wealthy personally. Yeah, it's, it's the people, the no, it's our, it's our money time. they're using. It's our money oh, that no. they're lending yeah. on all these. People coming in, They've, they have not asked our permission to do that. We don't have any obligation to anyone. But well, do, do me a favour, stay there, Joanna and Bernie. I want to go to James as well. I'm going to come back. I think Steve is back, so I'll come back to him in a minute too. Uh, James, hi, how are you doing? Good afternoon, Al. Good afternoon, James. I heard, I heard two people there that I'm huge admirers of. Someone mentioned the man in Hungary, Victor Orban. I'm a huge admirer of his. He's a and conservative, I'm, also I'm a huge admirer of Pader Tobin. And... The thing is, you know, there's an old saying that uh, people get the politicians they deserve. Uh, if if only a fraction of the people who voted for pro-life voted for Padre Tobin, then he'd have a huge influence now. Because, mm-hmm. as you know, he's the only one party in the Dáil who are pro-life. Now, not, I know you're not talking about that today, but it, it shows you, like, uh, and he's only himself, that's all is there now. Yeah. Uh, so he does need uh, uh, support in the next election, and that's there for the people. And, uh, he probably needs a few more candidates. I've heard you interview him many times. Very, yeah. 
intelligent man, very bright, and uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's there for the people to choose because there's no point oh. in Sinn Féin. Sinn Féin no, no, I, I, I would say that's the reason why Powder, of course, left Sinn Féin was because of their policies in relation to abortion. But yeah. in saying that, I would encourage people absolutely to give him a vote because I think Powder is a really good man. I think uh, certainly he wants the best for everybody. But James, getting back to what we were talking about earlier on, yeah. is, it, is it wrong to suggest when it comes to housing that Irish people should be given preferential treatment or priority? Well, I was, as I said to Karen earlier on when I was speaking to her, uh, we have a situation here in Cork which is replicated around the country. There's people here on the south side they are in uh, council accommodation for years there, young couples and elderly people, and the accommodation there is terrible. Uh, now there's uh, mould and damp and there's leaks coming right. in. And uh, uh, this, the chief executive of the of the uh, council went out to see us, and she admitted herself it was horrendous. But is she going to do anything about it? No. Are they are they going to get anything happen in the near future? They're not holding their breath. They'll have to stay there because. But they'd be very happy to get modular homes. I can assure you. Uh, yeah, they're nice modular homes. The one the man there in Cork, they're lovely. Yes. Yeah. They'd love to have those, and but they won't be getting them. They'll have to suffer on, and that's it. So, yes, I do agree that we must look after our own, uh, Niall, first and foremost. It's the same in other countries. My, my family, not going back now, but going back in the old days, my, all my father's siblings went to America. They did nothing for them there, Niall. No. They had to stand on their own two feet, and they got nothing. I can assure you, if they had direct provision, if my aunts and uncles had direct provision, they would have bitten their hands off. They would have been delighted, Niall. To get six months or twelve months accommodation with free food and free rent, but they didn't get it. They had to make their own way. So yeah. people make this argument: "Oh, the Irish went abroad. Oh, the Irish went abroad, but they got nothing." Oh no, it was work or die. That was that work was the sense. Work, yeah. work or starve. Yeah. But now people people have direct provision down here, and they're constantly complaining because the food isn't up to scratch or something else isn't up to scratch. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Well, 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 hang, well, hang on, because I want to bring Steve back in before I wrap this up today. Steve, you, you wanted to come back on again. What do you want to come back on for? We we, we already heard your nonsense earlier on. Okay, what nonsense did I give? Well, you were, st- you were calling everybody racists. Now, did I once say racist? Well, you called Padraig a racist and you didn't even let him finish the no, question. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, okay, I didn't. well, go on, well, go no, on. I'm going, you want to come back on. Why do you want to come back on for? I asked him, to, now, hold on, you love putting words in my mouth. Everybody listen back to this podcast. Never once called anybody a racist. In you actual fact, it, Lyle, you inferred. I, you I, inferred I, no, I did not. I never, no, I didn't. I asked. I asked. You There's inferred. a big difference. Yeah, yeah, I'll go listen to it again. Right. Okay, so, we'll just make the point. Is the spanner? Is the spanner still on air? Who said that I was racist? Um, I, I heard know. somebody I, say it. Yeah, I, I'm here, and I'm I'm here. Okay, you, you okay, are Miss, You are racist. Okay, yeah, okay, Miss Spanner. Okay, right. So I'm racist towards who? Irish. To, to the Irish, Irish who are racist to so the Irish. So what you're saying yeah. to me is. I'm, I've no, heard you look, on the radio you may, before. You, if you want to, if you want to say that I'm discriminating against the Irish, that's fine. That's grammatically correct. But to say I'm racist against my own race, you idiot! Clearly not. You, you clearly are, not. You I'm not a racist. Yes, you because you're idiot. calling me racist against my own race. Go back and listen to what you said. I, I actually what did I say? Hold on a second. By your own admission, you've just admitted you discriminate against Irish people. Why would you do that? Thank you. No, I never said yeah. why, no. why would? But you're the idiot, Steve. Why would you discriminate Niall. against Irish people? Why? Niall, I said I said she could accuse me of discrimination. Okay, well, okay. Well, let's just say she did. I'm accusing you of it. Okay, so why why would you do that? That's an idiot thing to do, isn't it? Where did I discriminate like. against an Irish person? Well, I'm just where? saying you're the one who suggested it, not me. You're discriminating against Irish people because they're suggesting that Irish people shouldn't have priority when it comes to housing. 
I never he said inferred. that. No, you, I did, never you did. You oh, did. I never said he that. Did well, well, then no, get no, lost. No, 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 if you don't want to get involved in the conversation, you want to talk about something else, get lost. The lawyer is Housing is based on necessity. Yes. Simple. Yes. Yes. So I'm not saying Irish or Indian. It's based. And it's based on necessity. So another one. Okay, so okay, so the, l- let me give you an example, right? There's an Irish family and a Nigerian family or a Ukrainian family living in a hotel in Ireland in temporary accommodation with two kids each, right? Okay, mm-hmm. and a house becomes available. The Irish family are on the housing list for the last seven years. Obviously, the Ukrainian yeah. family couldn't be on the housing list for seven years because they've only recently come to Ireland. But they have the same priority or necessity. Who gets the house? Yeah. Who gets it? The, the, the Irish person. I'm because they're on the list longer. Well I'm, gl- well, I'm glad to hear you say that. Yeah, but I never didn't. I never said any of that. If you actually open your ears, I agree with the with the vast majority of what people are saying today. I understand. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have thought that listening to you earlier on. No, no, no. no, no. He gave no you never gave me the opportunity. Yeah, like right now, like right now, you're not giving me the opportunity to say what I want to say. I agree with the vast majority of what people are saying, but there is so much misplaced hate that it's ridiculous. I have seen it all over this country. I've heard it with my own two ears, you know, in private conversations, people being absolute shit towards Ukrainians or foreign nationals coming into this but country. Can you, but you not, not understand why, because of the situations they're seeing around them. And it's not a perception, it's a reality. They're seeing people getting prioritized ahead of them who are not even, you know, here a wet day. So that's unfair. No, it's, no, it's bad optics, and I too optics. suffer. Just stop yes, it. I, I too, I too suffer with with misplaced hate. I see stuff and I go fucking foreigners, and then all of a sudden I go, why am I thinking that? That's a stupid way. No, it's not. No, hang on, it's not misplaced. And by the way, you shouldn't hate the person; you should hate the policy. But it's not misplaced. It is well placed because when Joanna has told you already or told us that she has a son and a daughter-in-law and children who cannot get housing at the moment because they don't qualify for yeah. housing, and yet yeah. other people, you know, they'd be better off giving he'd be better off giving up his job, her own son, giving up his job to uh-huh. get housing, whereas other people can come into this country and be handed the key of a door. Okay, and this is why I am asking the question from the very get-go. I'm trying to figure out who's being racist and who's not. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm trying to figure out is is Porrick races. I'm trying to figure out is Angela races. I'm trying to figure out is should an Irish family just get priority? If I get, go back to the scenario I gave you a few minutes ago, and they're both in the country the same amount of time, they're both on the housing list the same amount of time. Should the Irish person get priority anyway? Flip a coin. Flip a coin. There's no ah, answer to that. That's a okay. ridiculous no, scenario. No, 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 no. Now you're talking to your hole again. Of course the Irish person should get priority. They've been living here and paying taxes here all their lives. Niall, you're yeah, not going yeah, to get identical parameters for each case. You know that. And there's always going to be something that tips it over the edge, a final decision. These decisions are not made lightly, and everybody thinks it's the free... So you're you're saying an Irish citizen citizen shouldn't get priority. We should flip a coin. Okay, so can I give my... Yeah, Yeah, well, sorry, sorry, Bernie, go ahead. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I want to know that my tax is going to to, to improve my Irish families. I want to know that my tax has only been paid for that because there's so many families in this country of my... My nationality, who are desperate well and are dying. So give, well I, give my tax, I, I want my tax the given only to thing, them. Do you know what? Do you know what? The only thing that divides us from them is a body of water. It's the ocean. You think we're Nine. all alien to one another? Nine, and they can don't I just make one point? Yes. Nice. Can I make one point? Do you want to make a point? I think yes. There's, 
there's a man in Cork, okay, living in his car, working on a building site. This is a fact. And he's in building houses to hand them over to everyone else. And he's building them and paying taxes. And he's living in his car. So, see this idiot you want now? See this idiot you want now? He's a cheat. Call me an idiot. You are nothing. You are a traitor. That's what you are. people to do better? Whatever happens to people do whatever happens, walk harder, pull yourself up by the bootstraps. What's wrong with whatever, these things? Whatever happens, whatever happened to a person that's working, being able to afford to buy a house? Hang on, just because I have to wrap this up a second. Let me just go back to James because I could have been a little bit short earlier on. James, you've been listening to Steve waffling on there, uh, basically <laughs> saying we should flip a coin. Steve the racist. Well, yeah, we'll... <laughs> James, oh, oh, please, please, can we have a semblance of normalcy here just for a second? Uh, let me just go back to James. James, flip a coin as far as Steve is concerned is the right way to sort out a situation like that. And Irish people shouldn't get priority. That We're all humans and it's just a body of water that separates us. Well, we also must remember if parents are looking at their children trying to get accommodation now, most of these young people are looking for accommodation or are in council houses that are not fit for living in. Their families have contributed to the country. Their fathers, their mothers, their grandparents. They have contributed already to the country now. So mm -hmm. that's why I would give them a priority. Because, uh, as I said, there's a young girl, a single mother with her two children looking for accommodation. Her father has worked and, and, and contributed to the country. Her grandfather has worked and contributed to the country now. Okay. So that's why, that's why they should have a priority. Steve, did, did you see... Contribution shouldn't be, yeah. Historical contribution should not be in the criteria for necessity of housing. That's ridiculous. There no, they want us all to pay no, repatriation to so, 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 so the country. So because somebody, so a guy from Offaly who uh, needs a house, you know, he gets it before a family of six of Ukrainians. Yeah, it's good thinking just because his family walked here a long time ago. Yeah, clever. Well, I think it's fair, to be honest with you, Steve, and I don't care what anybody says. I think Paul or James is absolutely right. Uh, if you are Indigenous Irish and you've been working here and your family for generations have been working in this country, paying taxes and contributing to this country, it would be unfair if indeed you are a priority for you not to be prioritised against somebody else of equal priority mm -hmm. if they happen to just wander into this country. I think that I think that Steve, would be unfair. Steve needs to get the boat Demanding over to uh, France and work for care for Calais. Lads, That's where you should be. Lads, That's where you should be, you not on the Irish radio. Fairness, Steve, you haven't really contributed much to this country anyway. So you, you know what I mean? The greatest respect. Yeah. Demanding you know. stuff based on, your, based on your identity. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? Sorry? Demanding things on the basis of your identity sounds familiar. No, nobody's suggesting that people coming into the country should not be looked after, particularly people who are genuine. They should be supported in any way that we possibly can because, as I said already, we're a wealthy country. And if we have the housing, we should be doing that. But when we have a limited amount of housing, all people are saying is, is that people on the housing list who are Irish should be given priority. I don't see anything wrong with that statement. When all the people, when all the people now that are out working from hotel rooms that are all homeless, when, when they all get together and they should farm, there's 13,000 of them. Do something about it. Pack up your job tomorrow morning and see how they like this. See how they like this. Be a, burden on, be a bigger burden on the stage. Be a bigger burden on the stage. And you get, get off your arse and, and you do something for your... 
country. They haven't got do you know a problem something? when I do. You remind me the type. I'll take care you of it. remind me the type now that when you see a poor homeless fell on the street, that you'd spit up on top of him. That's the kind of person <laughs> well, you're you are. Completely wrong. That's you're the kind of person you are. Go work for the yeah. NGOs. You're probably being mm-hmm. well paid to be on the radio here today. You, the lefties, <laughs> the lefties, right? The lefties yeah. were all yeah. wide awake. We can see you. Do we you can think see I'm you. left wing? Do you think I'm no, left wing? No, I don't. I actually think that you're just. Do you? Uh, um, a Muppet that was told to come on the no, radio today No, I would, con- I would consider myself conservative But what I also would do is I can understand when there's an emergency happening And I can understand bad optics And I can just understand this entire conversation What I can't understand Is the laziness behind your own investigations And how you will hate on other people other na- I don't na- you, you, you actually consider yourself a conservative, Steve Do you? Maybe on some matters you may be But in relation to housing, you're clearly not no, There's nothing patriotic about your view at all, actually, or conservative. Yeah, you say, hold on, no, no, you t- do you hold You're, on a you second, are hold inferring, on, you are on inferring that I, I hate people. I hate the system. I hate the I think Steve hates the Irish, to be honest with you. No, I don't. That's no, I, no, I think you do. No, I, 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 well, I find that difficult to believe with the questions that you've answered today. This country. I, I have no, again, I want to reiterate that if people come to Ireland from a war-torn country, that they should be assisted in whatever way we possibly can, and I couldn't afford to do, by the way, based on the means that we have. But that we should not, under any circumstances, neglect Irish people to do that. And that is clearly what is happening mm-hmm. across the country. Absolutely true. Mm-hmm. And I agree what every else word. Do you do? Niall, what else do you do? And Niall, you'll be called a racist now as well for no, saying no, that. No, I'm, a, ra- I'm a racist too now, probably, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. no, no, yeah. Niall, 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 you're not understanding the very fundamental... Am I, am I a racist? Am I a racist too, no, Steve? No, I don't, believe, I don't believe you're racist. I don't believe the lady that's on there is racist. I don't believe Angela is racist. I have my thoughts about Boric, but I won't air them on air. But no, I don't think you're racist. I think you're all frustrated, and I think the anger is misplaced. Okay, I'm... I, I, all right, I'm... I'm oh, sorry, I do apologise. Just to put oh, the anger... For some reason there. We've lost the sound, I think. Mm. I do apologise. Why have we lost the sound? Oh, there we go. We're back. Sorry, I lost the sound there. I do apologise. Thank you very much to James, Bernie, Joanne and Steve. I appreciate you all coming on the air. Thank you very much indeed. Now, unfortunately, that's all we have time for today. Uh, I've lots of messages to read out. They have and are kicking the Irish to the Caribs Assembly and blatantly doing it. Not one of these TDs are asking questions, the right questions. And if they do, they don't get answers. And the Irish are pulling up on it. Shame on the people that are not fighting for the future of the children of this country and the grandchildren, says Caroline. Caroline Lockhart says on Facebook, get a job like the rest of us, talking about the people in the emails, and get a mortgage. Some people think they're entitled to everything. Nobody's entitled to anything. Karen says, every time we get offered a house, so uh, there's obviously been more than one, referring to the email, it's usually uh, two refusals, and then either take the third or go to the bottom of the list. So the special treatment right off are straight off there. Refusing houses and then blaming everybody else. Um, somebody said, uh, road alert uh, from Neil, the, t- the taxi man. He says, around uh, the land in St. James's Hospital, they took the filter light away and A&E compromised. You will have to wait in a long line of traffic. If you've got to go into A&E, by the way, in St. James's Hospital, he just wanted to give us a little alert. The person who emailed in, having read it online, is not working, nor is the husband. Uh, a lot of people who have come on in, or come into the country want to work, says Billy. Sarah says on WhatsApp, people should have more empathy. 
There is a shocking amount of people falling through the cracks and have been left homeless due to the imbalance and favouritism in the family courts towards women. Even those with children who are in their early 20s. It's just not right, Niall. Also, for self-employed people here, uh, they get feckle. That comes in from Karen on WhatsApp. Okay, loads of people texting in and WhatsApping in. Don't forget, by the way, you can listen to this free of charge if you go to our website or go to Spotify or any of the usual platforms. In about an hour or so, it'll be up online. You can listen back to the whole show. We do take it down from Twitter and Facebook as soon as the show is over because we want you to go to our website, obviously. Now, I want to clarify something. I've said to you all along, you will never be charged to watch or listen to the show while it's on live during the day. You will never be charged to listen to the show afterwards. If you want to listen to it on Spotify or on our website, you will never be charged. The only charge we do put on is a subscription on the website if you want to watch the interviews later on. Now, you can watch them live free of charge. We never charge you for that. And the reason we do it is is because all of this costs money. The phone calls, the phone lines, the electricity, the lighting, the everything costs money. And people who help us, you can hear voices in the background, you can hear the technical end of it. As you can see, I'm not pressing any buttons, generally speaking. And we have a producer that's doing that. We have somebody who rings you to get you on the air. Everything costs money. I mean, look, we're not making any money, I'm going to be honest with you. We do it because we love the job at the moment and we love the passion. But at some point, we have to make money out of it. So that's why we charge registration fee on the website. If you want to watch the interviews later on, as I said, you can watch them for free. We'll never charge you because we want you to get involved in the show. We don't charge you for watching it now, live. You're watching it now, aren't you? Have you paid anything? No, you haven't. So some idiot was whining yesterday on Twitter saying, why are you charging a fiver on your website? You don't have to pay the fiver if you don't want it. You can listen to it for free on the website. Just click on it and it'll play. But if you want to watch it, you can register on the website and do that. And it helps us. Work it out like this. It's a fiver a month. A fiver a month. That's one twenty-five a week. That's all it is. And you're getting four live shows every single week. You're getting four shows you can watch over and over again if you want to. You can listen back to any one of the interviews. We've done some really wonderful interviews over the last three months. And all that takes work. It's a fiver a month is all we ask you for. That's the price of a pint of beer. Would you begrudge us that? I'm asking you to help us out. It costs money to do this. As you can see, there's no advertising. We don't get paid by advertisers. And we don't want to do that. I'm going to be honest with you, because when you start getting paid by advertisers, well, then you have a problem. The problem is, is then you're at the behest of an advertiser in relation to what you can and can't say. Advertisers then, you know, they kind of put a bit of a stranglehold on what we call free speech because the advertiser might not want to be associated with the topic that you're doing, et cetera, et cetera. So that's the reason why we don't take advertising. But we do need your help to continue to do what we're doing. And we want to keep doing this. We really, really do. But it costs money. You know, we've no problem if we don't make money out of it, but it costs money to do it. So we would ask you, please, there are two ways you can help us out. One is by subscribing on Twitter. If you're on Twitter now, there's a button up the top there. It just says subscribe. That's a five a month. And the other way is go to our website, www.classichits.com. Oh. <laughs> Forget about the Classic Hits hit. That's a force of habit. www.nileboylan.com. That's nileboylan.com. Go on to the website, and there is a subscription or a registration on the left-hand side on the menu if it's on a mobile phone or along the top if it's on a website. And just subscribe. 
Now, you can subscribe for free, all right, but you don't get anything for that. You're just a member, so to speak, and you get newsletters and stuff like that. But you can subscribe for a fiver, which allows you to watch all of the videos that we have created over the last three months. You can watch them all again anytime you want. And we will have exclusive stuff that we'll only be putting on the website that will not go out live. We will do some exclusive interviews to make it worth your while. So it's a price of a fiver or a price of a pint once a month. Price of an expensive cup of coffee from Starbucks. I mean, if you met me on the street and you said, Niall, I love the show you do. It's a great show, you know. And people say to me all the time, fair play to you, Niall. You say the stuff other people won't say. You know, you're honest and all that kind of stuff. When you pat me on the back and say, do you want a pint of beer? One pint of beer a month. That's all we're asking you for. So please, I'm asking you, if you are listening now, remember you're not paying for it. It's free. We don't charge you. There's no television license. There's no Netflix fee or anything like that. But we would ask you to help us. And you can do that by going to our website, nileboylan.com, and registering for a fiver a month. Or again, you can do it here on Twitter. If you're watching on Twitter at the moment, you can do it by subscribing a fiver a month. I would ask you. Thank you very much indeed. If you have done it already, and thank you to those who are just about to do it. We appreciate it. Share it with your friend, by the way. Share the links with your friends. And share it with your family. Make sure all your friends and your family like everything that we do. Because the more people that share it, word of mouth works. Thank you very much indeed to everybody, by the way, who's been downloading. Can I just say, when we started off doing this podcast first, we were told that it takes a long time for a podcast to take off, to get up to any reasonable amount of figures. We were blown away. Within the first week, and I mean within the first week, we were at what we thought we'd be at in six months' time. Now, that doesn't mean money, by the way. That just means people are downloading it and watching it. So in the first month, we had already download, We had already over 160,000 downloads. That's a lot of downloads in the first month, which is way ahead of what anybody else has done. We were already in the podcast charts within three or four days, which is completely unheard of. It normally takes months to get up high in the, what they call the podcast charts. Anyway, thank you very much. I could waffle on all day, and I will. You know me. Don't forget, join us again tomorrow at 12 o'clock. Until then, please register. Go to our website, nileboylan.com. Give us a fiver. That's all we're asking you for. A fiver. It's not much. A fiver. We'll talk to you again tomorrow at 12. Until then, cheers. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085-100-2255. The Niall Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms.